boys and girls to another episode of K-Fave Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined here once again by the other third of the K-Fave crew, the king of the K-Fave kickflip, Mr. Wex Breaking Lawson. Wex, how are you living today, bud? Oh, you know, living pretty solid besides dealing with that damn CMA Fest traffic downtown. Ooh, yes, man. Ooh, Fuck those guys. Yes. It's crazy. Everybody I know that's playing music for a living is working this weekend, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. We've got a lot of really cool stuff to talk about. Um, of course, today's show is uh, we're covering Hell in a Cell from this past weekend, which uh, I am. There's so much, so much meat on the bone there. Um, it's it's quite juicy, if you will. Uh, and that's going to be going up against WWF's King of the Ring, 1997. Um, before we go any further. Obviously, our third man, uh, Mr. Jesse Baker, the patron saint of the Rock Block, is not able to attend this week. He's got a lot of things going on in the personal life, um, so he's uh, he's taking a tap out day. Um, we're calling an audible, and so I'm just gonna kind of briefly touch on um, on King of the Ring 1997 because uh, Jesse was kind of like leading that charge there. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely gonna deep dive into Hell in a Cell um, and just kind of go from there. But Last week's episode, man, did you get any good feedback on um, the Double or Nothing episode? I feel like AEW always does a pop in the ratings, and um, we did another one for sure. Um, we appreciate the new downloads, and if you're back here this week again, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, I good? definitely heard some good, uh, got some good feedback on the episode. Uh, definitely some good feedback and engagement on the TikTok, like some of our highest viewed and most engaged videos as of late. And you know, anytime we get that AEW stuff in there, people really seem to flock to it and want to get involved. Yeah, man. AEW, Cody Rhodes, pro wrestling in general, it's changing. It's, uh, it's getting better, like I've been saying. Um, but yeah, man, speaking of things that are getting better and things that are getting worse, um, we're going to go ahead and just hop right into my favorite part of the episode. It's Wexley spills the tea. I've still been on like an Arizona green tea kick lately. Um, you know, with the Hunsing, the, the, I almost said the Hunsing, uh, the honey and the ginseng. Ginseng. I'm oh, all that's a over classic. the place today. Wex. I'm, I'm dying uh, all over the place. I might, I might be like popping up in a twisted tea for this one. Oh, twisted tea. Okay. Take Never had that we one got? on the show, what's, but, what's, uh, fresh? what's number one on the list? Yeah, we'll go ahead and lead off with the WWE news as usual. And, uh, we'll start with something funny. Uh, the WWE Atlantic city show come coming up this weekend. They botched Seth Rollins' name like on the billing on the marquee, and they billed him as Seth Franklin Rollins. No. Yes, Seth Franklin Rollins instead of freaking Rollins, which is oh my god! I really hope that becomes like part of his persona, and he he does like a just like a a rich like almost a JBL, but like his style version of it, like and just be like a (laughs) blue blood. I would love that. SFR. Seth. Franklin Rollins. Oh, so good. That's so good. The, that, that dude is goaded anyway, though. Seth Rollins can do no wrong in my in my eyes. So, yeah. yeah he's an awesome wrestler. Probably um, one of the best people on the WWE roster. Uh, Definitely. And speaking of uh, billings and marquees and bookings that have been changed, Roman Reigns has now been officially moved off of the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. So, when the fuck what? is this dude going to wrestle again? I don't he was know, supposed man. to be defending the title against uh, Matt Riddle was the rumor, and... I guess since they didn't sell off the stadium show, they're like, nah, we're not going to put them on it. We're going to save them. Yeah, so, I mean, they have a bajillion other titles. I mean, they could actually, maybe the Intercontinental title will actually get some shine. Maybe they'll uh, put the the U.S. title out there. Uh, we'll yeah, see. Vince but, don't give a fuck. You, you know he ain't going to do that. I know. I know. I'm just, just wishful thinking here, man. It's just wishful thinking. Yeah, stuff that, like, yeah, he does a lot of bullshit that doesn't make sense. And uh, one thing that I didn't think made sense is... Edge already got kicked out of Judgment Day, the faction that he started like about a month ago. Finn Balor replaced him, and they kicked him out. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, it didn't even so get dumb. time to like build momentum. So, it was like, so dumb. Like, so dumb. The only the, thing I can think of is that they need baby faces really bad. Well, like they do I've need baby heard, faces really some bad. Other rumors, kind of like that. I've heard they need they need a baby face back as Cody's out. But other thing I heard is that. They really wanted to change the direction of the faction and have like have more supernatural elements. And Edge was like, no, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. And uh, so they kind of were like, all right, well, yeah, well, we're going to kick you out and turn you face. Because 
Oh, were, well, I mean, Finn Balor is the perfect person to, to lead that group for sure. Yeah, if, I mean, seen, if, they were, yeah, if they're going to do the thing. supernatural stuff, the demon, it makes sense. Yeah. But I think it's just kind of lame, though, because like we were just now. It's like, just too soon. Had, we were just soon. now getting used to it. Like, all right, it's a cool new faction. We just it's got new soon. members. Yeah. Turn Rollins baby face. I mean, come on. People want to cheer for him anyway. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. He's like he's like Stone Coat. You, you can't help you want to cheer for him. Yeah, man. I mean, we all we all would love to see Rollins just take take. I would love to see him unify the titles from Roman and just make like whatever, you know, I mean, because by the time I mean, it's Seth Rollins, first of all. So he's going to be a face at some point this year and he's going to be a heel at some point next year. He's going to be a face. You know, like that's just the way he works. Like it's he's, I don't think he's ever been a heel for longer than maybe two years at a time. Um, so it's like, yeah, dude, like, I mean, just make him a baby face now. And then around the rumble, he can like. I don't know, beat up on somebody and you got kind of tease that you're going to turn him heel or whatever, or he cheats to win at the Royal Rumble main event and Cody wins. And then you have your major match here at WrestleMania with Cody. And you got the guy that, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But you never know. Uh, you never know what they're going to do in WWE. Just like on NXT this week, Apollo Crews showed back up on NXT, but he was just Apollo Crews. He didn't have the fake Nigerian accent and the weird gimmick anymore. He was just back to being a mold self, but no explanation. He was just like, "All right, guys, I'm I'm back." That dude should have never been called up in the first place. Like I can, like I honestly feel like he's such a wasted talent because he, he got called way been, too soon. Way he should have been a black and gold staple, though. Like when when Champa and Gargano were going at it, like he should have been down there. It's like he was in there when like, they were in full sail, and then just immediately moved up, like out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, it makes like, sense when they moved him up. Like. I thought that too. I was like, what? Apollo Crews, he just came to NXT. He's not ready. He wasn't ready either. Like I know, because he was still a young wrestler, hadn't even really been wrestling that long. I mean, he's not to say he was bad, but like he just brought he got brought to the main roster like out of nowhere with no real direction, like pretty much any other NXT wrestler. Yeah. And just kind of got lost in the shuffle. But he's a fucking he's a great wrestler. And oh, he's a great belt to belt wrestler. He has zero personality. I don't think that I mean, I, I don't think he's he's not meant for the main roster ever. I don't think I think that he's like he should be an NXT guy. But NXT is not what it used to be. So yeah. it's almost I feel like, like he's more of a ring. He could be a good ring of honor guy. Oh, he'd be great in ring of honor. He'd be great in ring of honor. I would love to see him. Ua Nation back out on the indies. Rock and Ring of Honor, New Japan. That that I mean, even Impact. I feel like could totally benefit from that dude. Yeah, he definitely he'd have a little bit a better spot in any of those places. And speaking of New Japan and Impact, we got a brand new Bullet Club member. Ace Austin from Impact is now officially in the Bullet Club. I think that's good a good fit. move. Good fit. Good good fit for it's a good move for everybody involved. I think it it benefits him. It benefits the club. Um, it's a win-win. And I feel like, especially with the guys that they have in it right now, like, I feel like bullet club after AEW started really just went to shit and it was, didn't mean anything at all. But I feel like Jay has really done a Jay white has done a really good job of bringing it back to. Oh yeah, for sure. Jay worrying about it force. And like, and the people that like Chris Bay, I think was a, a genuinely good move. Um, I, I think that, yeah, I think Ace Austin is, is perfect. Like, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense to kind of keep that going. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we that. could see a Bay or Austin on the Forbidden Door pay-per-view in some capacity. I'd love, it. I'd love to see that. I would love to see that. I would love to see Bay and Austin versus Rapungi Vice. That's what I would love to see. Ooh, that'd be a nice Bullet Club tag team because they have both like have they're just those kind of both styles. Would be not. Yeah, that'd be really nice. And you know what uh, was really Look nice it, this week's AEW Dynamite. It was pretty fucking nice, and it was actually with NBA being on a uh, regular TV. It was the number one in cable this week. Nice, because I mean, honestly, basketball is the only thing this time of year that's going to topple it. Yeah, and they're yeah, pretty I mean, much usually on the same networks anyway. So I have not watched it yet. I have DVR'd it, um, but I have not been able to watch it yet. So I um, was hoping to watch it after this show. Um, but if you want to give me spoilers, that's fine. I mean, I, I I will say one thing. They introduced a new championship. I don't know if you saw it online. Pictures of it. It's called the All Atlantic Title, and it's more. It's kind of like an international title. And they're having a tournament with all international superstars. That's going to culminate with a four-way match at Forbidden Door for the new championship. And it's it's a nice looking belt. It's probably one of their best looking belts. Oh wow! Similar to the Women's World Championship, like kind of in that that style, but it's really nice. I'm excited. So. I feel like this is this could be a bad sign, actually. But okay, I think it's a good sign because what I think they're doing with it, it's going to be that belt 
that's going to cross promotions. You know, it's going to be like that belt that will be in Japan. And then like, oh, maybe it'll be like, it'll be that belt. It's still an AEW belt, but it kind of like. I see. I see. But you already have all of these Ring of Honor titles. Do we have any announcement on what's happening with Ring of Honor? No, not yet. But I do know that once I know Tony Khan's already said once they he wants to make it a separate brand. He doesn't want it to be like the same TV show because they want to have like their own fucking thing, which makes sense because you have all these fucking titles and Ring of Honor needs its needs a true home. No, I agree. I it's agree, cool yeah. seeing the belts like still like keeping it alive, but eventually they'll they'll probably announce something. It's got to sh- be dark though, right? Like who's really watching dark on a regular basis? You know what I mean? They get, mil- they get like a lot of views. Like I think like a million views and shit. Like it's is it, they get it, a lot it, of but it is, okay? Have you watched it like recently? Is it episodic dark? even? Is what I'm saying? Does like does like anything that happened on dark matter at all towards dynamite? Yeah, it Rampage? does. It'll happen because like sometimes their their records matter. 100% because those okay, wins and yeah. losses still go and sometimes they'll mention like oh on dark like but the thing is they'll mention it on Di- if it's something that actually matters they'll mention it like on dynamite show a clip like oh on dark this happened like they're not going to put anything that's not going to be mentioned to where like the casual fan that doesn't watch it like it's not like it's more like being the elite there might be like a subtle thing and they'll call back to it but it's not like something you yeah. have to watch that's what what I'm saying is like if I if I just like if I didn't if all I had access to was YouTube and I just watched Dark, would I know what's going on? Is it like an actual show or does it is it just like squashes and then like pushes for Squatch, angles, squashes and promos and stuff? So you'll kind of get what's kind of going on, but it's pretty much just like enhancement talent. Like yeah, okay. Like you know who's gonna win the match pretty much before they come out, unless it's like that weird where it's like two kind of enhancement talents that aren't like. Really, yeah. either being pushed, and you're like, ah, you never but know on those. But you built up but... that time slot, and if you're getting a million views, and it doesn't really matter anyway, it makes way more sense for, to me to put Ring of Honor there, because then you have the built-in crowd. I you, think you know, Dark Elevation is that the one where they film it at uh, Orlando at the old Impact Zone. I think that's the perfect place for Ring of Honor. Wait, w- so what's the difference? I don't know the difference between Dark one, and Elevation. One Dark, one of the shows they film like Dark matches like at the actual Dynamite and tapings or whatever. And then the other show is like a separate thing that's filmed at Full Sail. Or not Full Sail, um, Orlando. Uh, Orlando uh, it is at Full Sail, isn't it? Oh, it's no, not it's Full Sail University. It's, yeah, uh, it's the old Impact Zone. Impact Zone, yeah. MGM Grand uh, Studio. Is that what it was? No, what remember. studios it was called? The one, the know. Impact Zone, WCW Saturday Night. Like, yeah. That the place. Worldwide Studios or whatever? Yeah, Worldwide, yeah. Like yeah. that. Yeah, I know that what you're talking studio. about. I, I wish they still had the spinning like uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, the spinning, spinning platform, ring. That would be dope. That would be dope. Um, all right, what else we got in the news, man? Uh, a, I mean, pretty much uh, AEW. That's we kind of what we're talking about. So, pretty much the next day after we recorded our last episode, CM Punk, the new world champion, was injured in his match on Rampage, and turns he out Max Caster broke his foot. He was injured. Well, Max Caster didn't break it. He broke his foot in the match with Max Caster. So he said in his rap this week, like I broke Punk's foot. So supposedly he broke his foot in that match, which he it's a he's already broke his foot like nine years ago or something. I had surgery. Nice. So it's just a, one of those reoccurring things. So, you know, I guess uh, let's all hope old man punk can rest up because he's not going to relinquish the title. He's going to be the still the champion and they're going to crown the interim champion that have the unification, which that's cool, I guess. But so dumb. It's so dumb. It's, it's so, all, it's Tony so, Khan so dumb. Punk. Like tried to relinquish the title and cons like, no, we're going to treat yes. this like a, like a real like a like a real fighting sport where if the champion who's good is injured, they we have an interim champion, have a unification match. I get the logic behind it. But if you watch Dynamite, it kind of like it kind of made it lame because they had the battle royal to fight John Moxley to be the number one. Content- basically, the battle royal, the winner of that fought John Moxley and then the winner of that match goes to Forbidden Door to fight for the interim championship basically right yeah but lots of big names were not in the battle royal like you didn't have jericho you didn't have wardlow you didn't have just lot i mean just like uh, i'm trying to think just lots of big names hangman adam page the former like, how do you not just have first of all where is kenny omega like if you have a vested interest in this thing no, okay i don't want to hear that like, I think he's done by now. Like, I think I literally think at this point he's just taking time off. Well, they literally just posted injured. a video today of him getting plasma treatments because some of those things aren't healing the correct way. Oh, 
so it's just not worked. Okay. Well, never mind. Um, I was incorrect. I was out of bounds. I should not have said that. But I will say, I mean, come on, like for the timetable for his injuries, like he should have been healthy by now. Like, yeah, that's what that's what he said too. I guess they thought like he should have been better, but it's like it's just not not healing. Just taking a lot longer. I mean, the dude's almost. He's I think he's like forty something, right? Or is he close no. to his forty? Thirty eight. No. He's no. I think he's in his like. I think he's like thirty four, thirty three. No, Kenny Omega's uh, maybe, but still, you know, he's not that old. And, but he had a, a long list of injuries that he let linger for a while, and I'm sure it's just like some tedious bullshit. But I mean, okay, why, yeah. How are you not like? Listen, I don't. Well, I've said several times, and I know you know it's gonna you know it's gonna be Moxley. Like they're gonna give the title back to Moxley. That's what they're gonna do. And so it's gonna be a Moxley Punk. You know, okay. The thing is, he's gonna fight somebody from New Japan. So you, you never know. I could see someone from New Japan winning it. In the absolutely meantime. not, absolutely or, not. Or actually, cut that here. That international the um all atlantic title i think somebody from new japan is going to win that i would agree with that i would agree with that that's probably what's going to happen and that's fun i say give it to somebody from japan or miro because he's in the tournament oh yeah see i mean and pat oh so what happened on dynamite which i didn't tell you so pack and buddy matthews had a match for like the first round and pack won, so he's going to be in the four-way and there's going to be one match in Japan and then like two other matches here to have the other two people for the four way. And then the four way is going to be at double or four way will be at forbidden door. So one of the yeah. entrants is going to be from new Japan. We just, they're going to have their match at whatever their next pay-per-view is. Well, we know it's not going to be a Bushi. Unfortunately, no, it's not going to be a Bushi. Uh, definitely not slander in new Japan. <laughs> and we know it's not going to be MJF because apparently Warner media wanted to have everything MJF scrubbed off of all the intros, all the promotional material. And if this is still a work shoot, they are working and shooting real hard, like going to that much an extent to like. I want to know who reported that, who said that the network said that to them, because I don't uh, think that And I don't think Warner, like Warner's not going to go out of their way to be like to correct dirt sheets. I, I don't I think all of that is I don't even think that's a work. I think that's the Internet lying. That's what I think. I don't think that any of that happened. Well, just all it does is play into the favor of the fucking story because it's great. Yeah, I don't think any of that happened. Like. It just doesn't make it that doesn't make any sense. Like he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't say anything. We called him a he called Tony Khan a fucking mark. No, he didn't. They beeped it out. It never happened. I know, never, but it never I happened. Know they bleeped it out, but that's going to be their, you know, what they're going to say. No, absolutely not. I think it's, it's just an work. awesome work is what it is. And it's just they're just making yeah, it. It's fucking great. It's a it. great work, but it, it is a work. A thousand, like there's zero. Oh, like to me, it's almost like how can you even. When I saw that headline, I was like, this is the laziest, like most clickbait report, like because there's no way to fact check that. It's like who? So so uh, ringside news or somebody just knows somebody at the higher ups at Warner like, ringside no. news. LOL. That's what I'm saying, though. That's this is or like or like the cage side report or whatever. Or like, like Sean Ross Sapp, like he always. Yeah, oh, my stuff God. Sean Ross Sapp is an idiot. That yeah. dude doesn't say anything correct ever, and his opinions are trash. And it's, he literally always has to redact a statement. Like, oh, actually, uh, that yes, was wrong. because he always just spreads rumors, man. Yeah, like it's like it, uh, listen. We if could you're do watching his fucking this job. Or, or to me, like, we could all do of his this. fucking job. Make dude, shit all up of and speculate. Is, yeah, same all like of this is speculation for us though. We're doing the same thing, but we're being honest about it. I'm yeah. not coming at you and being like, well, you know what? Warner Media said they didn't want MJF on the intros. Do you really believe that a corporation like Warner Media is so petty to go to a their their underling professional wrestling company and say, "Hey, that one kid that maybe maybe I don't know 10% of the actual population that watches our like shows and as a whole knows who he is at most 10%, you think they give a flying fuck about that? Are you kidding me? Like how could you possibly believe that that's true? Like People, man. Marks. Marks. But it's like, you know what? I got to give the golf clap. Hats off to Tony Khan and MJF because they are selling these people hook, line, and sinker. Like, wow. It's yeah, crazy. I people all the time online talking about, like, yo, man, I don't know. I think they, I, you know, I'm just like, dude, 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 dude. Stop it. Get some help. Exactly. My, the classic, the Michael Jordan promo. Yes. God. 
It's pro wrestling, guys. Are you for real? Are you serious right now? The network? Hey, remember when uh, WCW, like every single Monday night was like, well, the network said we can't do The network never said shit to them. Exactly. How can you get worked again? What are you doing? Tony Schiavone's been doing the same shit for 30 years. That's crazy. uh, So, you know, AEW, they're they're doing us good. They're working us hard. They're making people get it. I'm... I'm loving what they're doing. Forbidden Door is going to be sick. Well, Osprey was on Dynamite, by the way. Oh, nice. So, uh, that, that, yeah. That, that hypes me up. That pumps me up. I would love to see that dude. Like, I've been he's waiting to have a to match on Rampage this week. Uh, so, a tag team match. So, I, I wonder who he's actually going to face the Forbidden Door. That's why I wish Kenny Omega was actually back. Because, dude, that would be such a good fucking match. Free Ricochet. Free Ricochet. <sighs> Free Ricochet. Isn't he the Intercontinental Champion? I don't know. Uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> he's like he's the Intercontinental Champion, but free Ricochet. I don't. He, he was recently. I don't know if he still is, to be honest. But oh my god, yeah, I think he was. I think I feel like I saw him with it. And what's sad is I actually like the belt. I think it's actually a pretty cool design. Uh, yeah. But they just, they just. I mean, it means like I feel like the twenty four seven title gets more like media coverage than the IC title oh, yeah. does. Dude, they get yeah. Of course they do. It's like the yeah fucking bullshit. Bring back Prince Puma to AEW. Or just be Ricochet. I mean, he owns the name. It's no, his name. Bring not. I want to. I want him. He should come back as Prince Puma and then like reveal it as being Ricochet, just because I love Prince Puma. But everyone would know. <laughs> Prince Puma was fucking sick. But I think uh, whoever owns, I think that's owned by what AAA. Whoever owns Lucha Underground owns it. I think that I think AAA owned Lucha Underground. I'm not sure. Or maybe Robert Rodriguez did. I don't know. But those were some good old days and. All of those dudes are half of those dudes are on dynamite now, so it doesn't even matter. Where is Cesaro? He's lurking in the cut. He's just he's gonna pop up somewhere, and we're not even gonna be ready for it. Forbidden door, calling Forbidden it Forbidden door. That that could be the place. Because what if he goes to New Japan? Yeah, I love it. I love that. He ain't got to talk. He just got to wrestle, baby. He just got to wrestle. Um, yeah, man. Do we got anything else on the docket, or can we get into this I mean, meeting? That's pretty much everything in the news as of now. We had David Finley also on Dynamite this week. We you know had a had a nice little New Japan influx. So maybe in the next few weeks we'll keep getting more of that building up to the pay per view. Argyle doesn't lose. I really miss Finn Juice already. Um, Juice Robinson. Now he's in the Bullet Club too. I know. I know. I I I I really like that guy. I don't know what it is, but like I feel like that dude is still undeserving of like a massive push somewhere. Hey, like, I liked him as CJ Parker. I, yeah, I liked him as both. I think I mean I I think I mean honestly too when he was in New Japan like full time, he was cutting some really badass promos before he got in that tag team. Like I thought he was I thought he was well on his way to being a top guy. Um, and now he kind of feels like the mid card guy in the bullet club. And it's like, eh. like just I mean, because the bullet club's gotten so good, so quick. Like it went from like a kind of like washed out group to getting like nothing, but pretty much main eventers. Dude. Um, I think that whole kicking God out and like restarting fresh and bringing the, uh, good brothers back was like a, a good move. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. It was a good call. Um, yeah, man. Well, uh, Let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Honestly, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're just going to kind of power through 1997 really quick. Um, Wex didn't get a chance to watch that show. Um, I've seen it and, before, but I didn't watch it this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, well, if you remember any of this stuff, feel free to chime in. But right, I'm just going to kind of give my, my overview. Um, we're going to our Wayback Machine here. It's WWF King of the Ring 1997. Uh, the package for it was super hype, actually. The nostalgia was awesome. Um, it was a little weird how they kind of shit on Farouk and the nation um, with the racist stuff, but um, it's, it's just weird. Uh, definitely would have never happened today. Like that whole gimmick would have never happened today. Um, but yeah, great narration. It was like that movie guy in a world, you know, lost at oh, yeah. sea. In you know? world. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was, it, was, it, was, it was very nostalgic. Uh, the opening match here is a King of the Rings semifinal. It's Ahmed Johnson versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley with China. Uh, this is like her fourth appearance, so she's pretty much pretty well brand new here. Um, yeah, dude, Hunter was out there doing his absolute best to make Ahmed look good. Um, I mean, he definitely worked his ass off, that being said, obviously. Um, I mean... I will say at one point, like Ahmed had him up in a press, like a press slam. And you and like he made it look like he's like pressing Triple H, but he's really like Triple H is essentially doing like a push up on the guy's shoulder. You know, like 
he was just working really hard to try to make Ahmed look good. Um, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Ahmed didn't really have any outright botches. The match was relatively quick. He played his part pretty well. The crowd was really into Ahmed, which kind of, I don't know. They were at the, me. the previous pay-per-view before this, too. They were fucking super into Ahmed. It was garbage. He sucked, but they loved him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were super into him. Uh, and the match was solid. It was a solid match. Obviously, it's not going to be a barn burner, but it was a good opener. Um, I mean, Triple H, Hunter really covered for Ahmed. There was, you know, it, 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 he really made it look like he was a decent wrestler. Uh, the no selling on the pedigree, though. So, you know, since you didn't watch it, Triple H hits the pedigree um, and they gets, gets the three count and just goes to the back. But, like, it, as they're walking to the back, Ahmed just, like, no sells it, gets up and, like, chases them back to the back. And it's like... We didn't even cheat though. Like he beat you with his finish, and then you just like pop up, no sell it, and try to chase them back to the back. It's like, what is the, what? Why? Like that's so dumb. Like it it's not like Goldust kissing you or anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was like going into business for himself and just like, I don't know, pulling a uh, Austin Aries. Either way, in the, and that's maybe why he ain't in the business no more. Probably. Know? Either way, um, again, Hunter Hearst Helmsley carried Ahmed Johnson all the way to a very solid opener. Um, I like to see Triple H, a young Hunter Hearst Helmsley, I should say, uh, get the win. I went three beers on this one. Um, not really going to ask you, so I'm just going to keep going. Um, yeah, keep it rolling. The, yeah, the next match is Mankind versus Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, it's also a King of the Ring semifinal match. Uh, Mick got a little promo in, and dude, that original Mankind character is the absolute best to me. Um, my favorite by far. And the King kind of got his counter promo in there too. And this is much more of like a verbal gimmicky type thing than it is a match. But also this is like Mick Foley in like 96, 97. So like he's taking ridiculous bumps, like getting his yeah, hand yeah, pre hell in a cell. He was dude, just doing getting the hell beat out. I mean, like, dude, like some of it was like, God, like, dude, this guy, like, like this should have never, like he should have never, this should have never happened. Like, <laughs> Like, it's, I don't know, rough, dude. He just, but he sold his ass off for sure. Some ridiculous bumps on the outside. Match was solid for what it was. It uh, wasn't better than the opener, though. It was a little bit below average. Um, I, I went two and three quarter beers, so very close to the middle. Uh, but just, I don't know, Lawler doesn't really have it. And that's, Lawler's much more of a cartoony kind of wrestler. And Foley's a much, especially at this point, more brutal. He yeah, wasn't Foley's really doing the comedy yet. a very physical fucking wrestler at this point. Yeah. So it was just a bad cactus elbows and shit. And it wasn't like either one of them worked poorly. Like they both worked pretty well. It's just their styles completely did not mesh at all. Um, So yeah, we'll just keep it going. Uh, Todd Pettengill in the back there with Brian Pillman, solid promo. Um, Stone Cold beats him up and gives him a swirly. That's this is that show. A swirly. That's great. Where he sticks his head in the toilet. Um, Yeah. And then the next match here, it sucks. I'm just going to breeze past this. It's crush versus gold dust. It's weird because it's like still the original gold dust, like uh, character with Marlena and everything. But this is like when they tried to make him a baby face and that character just isn't a baby face. So especially not in 1997. What? Did you not hear me? No, what'd you say? No, I said that character's not a baby face. I said, especially not in 1997. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely not in 1997. He was definitely not a baby face at that point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it kind of it, it dragged pretty hard, to be honest with you. Uh, there was a there was a solid spot where they're just sitting in the middle of the ring with Crush, like has a camel clutch. But it's like the it's like he's just kind of like sitting on the middle of his back, like barely holding his chin. So the definition like, of a rest hold. It is. Yes. The most annoying rest hold. Like it was very long. Crush sucks. I'm sorry, R.I.P. But he was terrible. He was never good. Um, gave it gave this match a beer and a half, and I felt like I was being generous there. After the match, we got a Doc Hendricks and LOD with Sid promo because that's a six man that's about to be happening here. Um, it was very yelly and over the top and very like the '80s hadn't died in their minds type promo, you know. Um, but yeah, then Pettengill kind of gets his interview in with the Heart Foundation, which was significantly better. Um, it is very, 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 very sad, though, that, like, Bret Hart – or no, Sid. Sid is the only one that is still alive that was involved in this match, which is Jesus super, super Christ. sad. Uh, the match is the British Bulldog, Owen Hart, and the Jim the Anvil Nightheart versus the LOD and Sid. Wait, um, the other Road Warrior still alive? No. Animal, no, Animal and died. are both dead now? Yeah, Animal died. Uh, COVID got him in 2020. Fuck. Yeah, they're all. De- it's just Sid. It's just Sid. 
Sid's the only one left out of this whole entire six, man. Dude, well, we gotta we gotta cherish our wrestlers. God damn. I know, I know it, man. Well, luckily they're they're living smarter these days. They're uh, Sid they're just playing, you know playing softball, having fun. Yeah, Sid's out there playing. Yeah, keep keeping that cardio going, baby. Keeping that cardio going. Um, man, the match sucked too, which is it's sad to say, but it, it felt like a backwards match because it's like the LOD and Sid, and it's like. They're baby faces, but they actually work kind of like heels. Like they just beat this. Sh- like it's like the gate. They put heat on Owen, but he's a heel. But they just put heat on him. I mean, he even had a hot tag and everything. And it's like it was just. It felt backwards because it was like the heels got the hot tag, so it was almost like a boo hot tag. It, I don't know. It was a miss for sure. Two solid beers. The best I could give it. After the match, we got a recap for last year's King of the Ring which was the infamous birth of Austin 316. Fuck yes, classic promo. A classic promo, for sure. Legendary, arguably one of the best of all time. Um, Pettengill interviews Mankind, and uh, he kind of drops a Lion King reference, which which popped me. Um, So the match here, though, is Mankind versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley with China, and this is the King of the Ring finals. This is a 90s-style main event. Like, this is... Easily the best match on the card. It's very, 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 very good. Yeah, um, I, I remember the main event because I, you know, Hunter won this year, so I do. This is a good match. Yeah, Hunter hit a really super high clothesline on Mankind at one point, and I swear to God, he like must have knocked him out because he like hit him in the forehead with his like. So it was like a fucking Stan Hansen clothesline. Yeah, where he just really smashes was. him in the it fucking really face, basically. And, man, I mean. The just the the ass beating that Foley took in this match was insane. We got the classic "How do you learn to fall on concrete?" Jr. line in. Uh, I think this might have been the first time he really used it, um, but it was great, man. Great match. Commentary was so so good. Crowd was so hype. Vince was really hype. Um, one of Vince's better matches on commentary for sure. China's involvement added to the match because it wasn't too much, um, and it wasn't like all at once like they, they spread it out uh and she wasn't actually the main reason for the finish so it it, it didn't really diminish anything um it did kind of but it also kind of kept mankind looking strong because there's china there yeah. and i mean and helmsley gets the heat you know so this uh, shit is honestly kind of like a precursor to one of the best matches ever cactus jack versus triple h like this is a lot of parallels to this match. Oh, yeah. like the the pre like the you know the prequel if you the prequel if you, if you do if you will baby if you will <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i gave it four and a half beers man it was a very very good match um if there's one match from this show that you want to go back and watch i i will definitely say it's uh it's mankind versus hunter hearst helmsley um yeah and then after that we got a package covering the stone cold and hbk angle they're tag team champions, but they're going to wrestle. Um, the Heart Foundation comes down to the ring to get a promo in. And Brett is an absolute beast at this point, which is like he's not he's not ever been that great at promos, but he was really good here. Um, dude, a little ang- long. Honestly, dude, angry Bret Hart, like this Heart Foundation era, that's his best promos ever because he like, actually because that's has like a is. little – he has like a little fire to him, something to talk about. Like when he no, was no, that's a who he baby is. face. He is that curmudgeon D asshole. Wah, why? Woe is me. I never get enough credit. He that is who he is. That is who he is. Like that's there's like there's, baby there's, face Bret Hart promos are just like kind of like stale, like a Hulk Hogan, like eat your vitamins, say your prayers. Like the best there was the, you know, it's just it yeah. was lame. But he'll Bret Hart. Yeah, it's, it's his true. Just like you say, like any talk about any wrestler, Stone Cold, The Rock, whoever, it's their real personality turned up to 11. Yeah. And that's Bret Hart right here. Yeah. Bret Hart for sure. I mean, it's honestly only turned up to maybe three because he just seems to be that way, <laughs> bitching all the time. But uh, <laughs> shit. Let's, uh, let's keep it going here. The next match is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. Ah, uh, so I'm sure you've seen the clip since I. You remember, you remember that one time that uh, there was a. Um, uh, I'm trying to find the right, the proper, politically correct way to say this. Uh, the uh, disabled child that like jumped the rail. Remember the one that happened and like Shawn Michaels had like they like security like pinned him to the ground and Shawn Michaels went over there and like knocked security off of him like screaming at the security and like just like kind of picked him up and walked him backstage like. No, yeah, I so don't remember that. That was this show. So it's like oh okay, the Down syndrome kid like hops the rail 
And he's like immediately tackled by security. Doesn't make it in the ring, but there's like all this hubbub going on. And Sean goes down there because they're like roughing him up. And Sean goes down there and like literally throws like some of the security off of him and is like screaming at the security guards. And he picks up the kid and he just like walks him back. And at some point, his like fat mom just starts running down like she had like hopped the rail too and she gets him and they go to the back or whatever. Ob- obviously, the kid didn't get in trouble. It was very real to him for obvious reasons. And, um, so, yeah, anyway, so that obviously put a hamper on the match, like, right off the bat, because it was, like, oh, literally within the first, like, few seconds of the match this happened. He hated that Stone Cold, that old dastardly, that bastard Stone Cold. Um, yeah, so it was precious, though, to kind of see that moment happen. Um, I will say that once they got the match going, it's Stone Cold versus Austin, and it was... You just said Stone Cold versus Austin. Stone Cold versus Michaels? Yeah. <laughs> so Which, it was It was very, very good. Uh, it was honestly... Wait, what? I said the two goats. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Two goats for sure. And I, like, I think that their bill to bill in this match was better than their WrestleMania 14 match. Um, yeah, pre pre neck break, dude. That's the thing. Yeah, pre yeah, pre neck break, pre uh, pre uh, back injury for exactly for like, so much. Yeah, um, but it ended in a schmoz because they're tag champions. So even that being said, I give it three and three quarter beers because the match was badass. It just ends like they uh, they bump a referee and then Stone Cold has Sean pinned and then another referee slides in and he kicks out. Um, and so Sean pops up and super kicks Austin and he goes to pin him. But the other referee is like checking on the one that got knocked out. So then he kicks that referee. So they each knocked out a referee. And then there's like four more referees come down and Gorilla Monsoon comes down and it ends up in just like this no no contest or whatever, which that I get. Like They're tag champions. That's the best you can do. I I get it. So let me ask you this question. So out of Stone Cold's uh, both DX partner tag teams, do you think the two-man power trip or HBK and Austin, what was the better tag team? They uh, both no were champions. My, no doubt in my mind, two-man power trip. Two-man power trip, all right. Absolutely. Way, way, way more. I think that had Triple H not gotten injured, that would have been an iconic tag team. Like they, I think they would have ran with it for a while. Like the Brothers um, of Destruction or something. Like yeah. two single stars yes. coming together to be a good tag team. Dude, and that and I mean, yeah, because both I mean I mean Austin is obviously a tag team specialist. Yes, of course. Hunter really wasn't, you know. I mean, like, sure he had plenty of tag team matches, but like he really wasn't. And I think that that's how that would have worked, especially like during that whole time that like Stone Cold was injured or whatever. Like I think that it, it he could have worked through that and maintained the real nasty heel Austin than he was trying to be as opposed to going to like the comedy and the what and all that. Now it happened, obviously, you know, triple H got hurt. Both their careers ended up being what they were. But it, to me, two man power trip is the better tag team. And Shawn Michaels is still my favorite wrestler of all time, but two man power trip is better tag team. And what about bonus question? Just what do you think about uh stone cold and dude love as the tag team champions? I hated that actually. I didn't like them being the tag team. I didn't mind them being a tag team, but I get that you, you pretty much have to use the belts to, for them a reason to, to keep them together. Like I get that, but uh, to me, rock and sock was obviously way Ex- better. Exactly. That was just the precursor to rock and sock. They, yeah. they realized that they're like, all right, we kind of know what we're doing here. We fucked it up a little bit, but we know the formula. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was entertaining. I mean, I, I do actually remember the Dude Love Stone Cold run. Hey, um, odd couple tag teams can be good. Yeah, for sure. It, was, it wasn't it was bad. But I do think that, you know, like, with, with Stone Cold, I think Triple H was the better partner. With Mankind, I think it was The Rock, for sure. I mean, because, I mean, even both of, uh, like, both those teams are still kind of odd couple matchups, but... Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's 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 not spend any more time on uh, on that fantasy booking. Let's uh, let's keep it going here. The main event is actually Farouk versus the Undertaker. Not really much to talk about here. This is like that time where like um, you know, uh, they're trying to do babyface Undertaker, but Paul Bear like has this secret that he's holding over Undertaker's head, and you know, Undertaker ends up being blackmailed into working for Paul Bearer again. Um, so the match sucked. It's a ton of NOD involvement. Farouk's just not that over. Like he, I mean, he was over, but not on a main event level. No one believed Farouk him. Farouk didn't really get over in WWF until the APA with yeah. the Acolytes. That's yeah. when he got over. Yeah, match was a shit show. It wasn't good at all. Uh, it was a terrible non-finish too, especially. And for a guy like Farouk, it's like, just pin him. Like, just, 
he's not really a main event guy. Like, just pin him. Like, it's not, it's not really going to hurt. They halted all of Farouk's momentum in the WWF, and they gave him that fucking helmet. He went from being world champion to wearing a fucking weird helmet. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, and the Nation of Domination was, like, a pretty good, like, it saved him a little bit, but I think that helmet shit really fucked up his momentum. Oh, for sure. I don't think there's any any doubt about that. But honestly, he always is like, you know what? I got paid to wear that helmet that I had made in my WCW career. <laughs> it's all together. So I was like, well, <laughs> good for you, bro. Yeah, it's all it's about. He's like, I'm not a mark. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Cool, dude. Uh, overall, the show is good. If you want to watch something from uh, King of the Ring 1997, please go watch Triple H versus um, Mankind in the King of the Ring finals. It's a great match. Let's jump over here to Hell in a Cell 2022 and knock this some up. Opening is badass, as always. Very well put together. Production level is second to none, really. Uh, it's not even close. Um, and it's a movie guy. Different movie guy, obviously. M- might not be, actually. But um, it was very well done. Opening match here is Becky Lynch versus Asuka versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. This is amazing. It's a really good match. Bianca I actually Bel- did catch a bit of this match. Yeah, Bianca Belair is super over. There's no way around it. Uh, people were gushing for her, for sure. Uh, the match was hot and heavy right out of the gate. All three women looked very crisp and natural in the ring. Um, I thought the the work was really great. Um, and matches like those are kind of hard to work out properly, but the, the ladies definitely pulled it off. Awesome match, man. Honestly, match of the year candidate for the women's division in general, like for women's matches, period. Um, I, I thought it was very, very, very well done. Great match. Great finish. Awesome work. Solid 30 minutes. Kept it on time. Great way to start the show. I get four and a quarter beers. Um, anything else? Did anything stick out to you from when? From the uh, I because you know I'm a big fan of Oscar. I watched some of her work in this match, and she got the she got the fucking shine. And from pretty much everything that I saw, like each competitor just really got to show off their style, do their shit, get their shit in, and they all like you know they all still looked good, even though you know it's a three way. They all they all came out still looking strong. Yeah, like no one really looked bad. No. No, it was very well put together, man. Whoever agent in that match too, like that, they definitely deserve their their kudos. Their I bet it was all Fit Finley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so sadly, um, you know, we've been saying, you know, WrestleMania was great. Backlash was pretty damn good. Um, this match, awesome. Like, and also the fact that like there's only one Hell in a Cell match on the pay per view made me happy. Um, but the rest of the show pretty much sucks shit. So we're just gonna run through it. It's uh, almost an MVP as a, as, a, as a handicap team versus Lashley. That sounds um, like shit. It was. It was shit. Um, I would have 100% rather seen an MVP match, kind of get MVP get his comeuppance here, even if it was just a squash. It, MVP that, that, versus Lashley could have been a billion times better. Oh, yeah. Infinitely better. Infinitely better. Um, or just, like, put one of the, you know, like, Cedric Alexander, like, the new baby. Like, he was in Hurt Business, but he's a baby face now. Or just put him teaming with Lashley. or You know what I mean? Like, it just Anything. felt. Yeah, it, it just felt. It feels unbelievable when you when you do that, that, that kind of shit. It's like, like, dude, Lashley's been around since 2007, guys. Like, he's not brand new. You can't keep doing this, like, oh, he can beat up anybody all the time. Like, well, can he? Because, I mean, I saw him lose to Billy Kidman once on SmackDown. So, you know what I mean? Like, stop doing this. Stop trying to make him. Something that he's not. Let it because he he's enough as he is. Like he's Bobby Lashley. He had a whole TNA run. People. Yeah, dude. About. Like he's fine as he is. Just give him good matches. He's fine. Like don't stop. Stop trying to make him the black Brock Lesnar. It's stupid. It's not. That's not who he is. It's not who he is. I hate it. Um, moving on here, we got an ad for uh, the Miz and Mrs. Uh, their new season's coming out shortly. Um, we need Miz back, by the way. We just need that on television for sure, as a babyface, I think. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. Then we get commentary here about how Cody is hurt. Um, we shredded pectoral, yada, yada, yada. I'm still thinking maybe this is a work. That's me. Um, but I will say great job of commentary for planting the seed. Next match here is Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. Uh, poor Owens, man. You went from working stone cold to working Ezekiel. Um, man, that's, that's, that's that's how they got him. They're like, dude, resign big contract stone cold at WrestleMania. And he's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, dude. I'll resign big contract worth it. It's like, all right, well after WrestleMania, you're going to have a fucking nine month program with Ezekiel worth it. I I would do that. Hey, we're going to give you a bunch of money. You're going to get to wrestle stone cold at at WrestleMania, but then the rest of your entire contract, you're going to be shit on. I'm in. Where do I sign? Like I I'm good. I'm good. 
Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dogging Owens here. And honestly, man, like, I'm not even like, listen, Elias had a lot of potential and was actually pretty good bell to bell. Like he's injury prone. The dude is made of glass. He's going to get hurt again at the, and honestly, the Ezekiel character is the most like creator wrestler, generic number one, like, you know, hit random on, in the create engine. And this is what you get, you know, like. He's just so yeah, generic. Random, random wrestler call number four. Yeah, and the fact that like he's doing like the the pretend like, well, I'm I'm just young, the Elias's younger brother. It's like this feels very, very, very Mizdow, and it was kind of over. But the ceiling is this: like there, you are not getting any higher than a B level pay per view match with Kevin Owens. You're net like Elias, Elias, Elias Sampson had a chance to be a main event guy if he was built the right way. I genuinely believe that. Oh, yeah. Ezekiel is fuck at one point, dude. Ezekiel like is Fandango. Braun Strowman at one point was over as fuck, and they didn't pull the trigger at the right time. Like, WWE always does that shit. Yeah. They try to wait until, like, no one gives a fuck about him anymore to try to push him. Yeah, he's Fandango, man. He's Fandango at this point. He's No Way Jose. He's been relegated to that Adam Rose spot. He's Lord you know? Tensai. He's yes. the Funkasaurus. Yeah. He's that guy. Um, so that sucks. But I will say the belt to bell was good. Owens did a great job. Owens looked vicious. His trash talk was all time high as always. Cause I mean, he just had tons of material. It's Ezekiel. Um, yeah, I mean, two beers, um, wasn't, I mean, just the Ezekiel character is so bad that I can't give it more than that. But honestly, the belt to bell wasn't terrible. Um, and what's one thing that's crazy to me is LA Knight also looks like him too. Like who? Ezekiel with now with his beard, like now that L.A. Knight, they they look a l- very similar now with the the whole thing. So very confusing gear. to me. And L.A. Knight's like, name they don't has look changed like too. Same, by like the way, the face. It's the face. It's the face. I don't no, know what it is. What are you? Uh, what? No. L.A. It's Knight. With the, and- it's with the be- it's with the sh- the no beard. It fucking dude. Look at them. Put it side by side. They look similar now. It's weird, but they look similar now. After he cut I, that I'm gonna beard. look at it, but I think that you have been smoking that good, good because that doesn't—they look like literally nothing alike to me. Like, I, like absolutely nothing alike to me. I don't know. They—they they look. He looks like he could be his cousin. Not all white people look the same, Wex. Okay. I'm, I think uh, white bearded men probably do look pretty much alike, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're a white bearded man, Wex. <laughs> Not. I have a beard. When I mean bearded, I mean like you know, excessively long, like Duck Dynasty type bullshit. Oh my god! Let's keep it rolling here. We got a Judgment Day promo in the back for their match with AJ Finn and Liv Morgan, and that is the match here. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It it sucked. They 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 they, they jump. <sighs> They did this like weird, like faux calm start. Like, okay, so they're all six in the ring and they're like circling each other. And then they like all go to their corners and like the one person comes in and they start trash talking. And then the other guys all come in the ring again and then they go into a brawl. And it's like, why? Why would you all shit? It is like that doesn't, why? That is, I was like, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, lo- like it makes no logical sense. Um, it was just, it was very weird. Damian Priest sucks, dude. I don't like I'm like I'm enough enough with the oh the or, or punishment Martinez was great. I don't I don't care. He sucks now. He's not good in the ring. He does suck. They dude ever since they changed his presentation, like presentation is everything. No, it's his belt to bell, dude. It has nothing to do with his gimmick. He is out of place. He has terrible timing. He's awkward. He's not a good wrestler. I'm not talking about his character. He's not a good wrestler. He's not good. Like he is all over the place, dude. I swear people like just want to remember him for what he was, but he's, I mean, literally a walking botch machine. It was terrible. (laughs) He was awful. Like it was not good at all. And then there's Liv Morgan. God love her. Like, and she has gotten better, but this was a bad showing. Like she has gotten better. I've seen her be better in matches. This was not good. Rhea Ripley looked worse. It's like they're regressing somehow. Like they, it was just a bad match. It was not good all, all the way around. The only good exchange really was between Edge and Finn, and I guess that makes sense because now, you know, everything that we know about Judgment Day and Finn taking the spot, and I'm sure it's because they have to turn Edge babyface. Um, but who knows? Um, let's just keep it going here, man. God damn. The next thing is Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. Don't even do. Uh, we have to cover this because just hearing that. 
makes my blood boil just a little bit because fuck both of them. And Dude, they're uh, trying to yeah. they're trying to make Matt they're they're okay. Literally, this is like a Toys R Us version of the MJF Wardlow thing. It's the same exact thing, as except Happy Corbin is the great value version of MJF, and Madcap Moss is the wish version of Wardlow. So Dude, he's not like, even great value version. He's Clover Valley from Do- Dollar General version. Yeah, Clover Valley. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, Clo- I like that. Clover Valley. That makes sense. Yeah, Clover Valley and Wish. Or maybe like DH Gate or something. Dude, you know what I mean? dude totally. DH Gate and fucking Clover Valley. 100%, dude. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. Maybe five below. Somewhere in there. Um, either way, it was terrible. I, it was a dud. I'm not even going to talk about it. Um, next match here is Austin Theory versus Mustafa Ali for the United States Championship. It's pretty good bell-to-bell. It really is. A couple of clunky spots, but they definitely may – they're trying to make the secondary title mean a little bit more, which I appreciate. Um, it is it is weird because I do feel like they intentionally worked a traditional workhorse-style match. Like they were trying to work like a Savage Steamboat or uh, like a Mr. Perfect Bret Hart kind of match and not like a more modern flying style, which is what they have kind of done before. It's almost like they were trying to embody that older uh, classic workhorse, classic journeyman kind of style. Um, and it wasn't bad. It was. It certainly wasn't to the level of like a, a, you know, a Savage Steamboat or a Mr. Perfect versus Bret Hart. It wasn't perfectly done, but it was very good. Um, wasn't great, but it was very good. I did like that they're trying to work a different... It, it impressed me that both Theory and Ali could work a style, and I don't think there was any dives at all. Like it was, I think a lot of it was very, like d- main event, d- old school WWF main event style, and it was fairly good. Both guys showed that they could do that. It was three and a half beers for me. Very good, not great. Okay. Just because I didn't know they had a match, but that sounds like something I might want to go check out because it was it was very good. There's something I, I couldn't quite put my finger on. You should go back and watch it and tell me what you thought. Uh, I know both of their pre WWE and some of Ali's like cruiserweight shit. Like they both had some good shit. So oh, for sure, for sure. But they work more a, a faster, a quote unquote, more modern style. The Kenny Omega, the Seth Rollins, the AJ style, that, that more modern style. This was a, this was almost, I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but it was like that, you know, any of the hearts really Owen Hart, Bret Hart, um, like not like, uh, you know, think like WrestleMania 10 intercontinental title, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, this is that kind of match. Um, and they did it well, but it's just it maybe it was just a little off because I didn't I didn't expect it. Or, I don't know. It didn't quite it was good. I rated it well, three and a half years, but not great. Now. Okay. Here it is. This is the moment that I've just been trying to get to, like the entire show. It's Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes in Hell in a Cell. Um if you watch the show then you know that you, without any exaggeration, you witnessed a historic WWE match. Like this is this is a this is a this is a Brett Shawn Iron Man match. This is a uh, uh, an Austin Rock. This is a I mean th- th- this will be a talked about match for decades to come. Um, the reveal was done so well. Um, you know, like Cody with the big jacket and zipped all the way up. Um, you know, Rollins looked great coming out in the polka dots. Um, Cody had his his Homelander gear going 100. percent Yeah, yeah, and it looked, uh, yeah. So when he, I mean, when he takes his jacket off and you can actually see the torn pack, the gasp in the arena, it it like got quiet, like because you could tell that it wasn't. It was instant. It was instant emotion. It was in, like I genuinely had worry. Like I genuinely worried for his safety. No matter how gay that sounds, like I was genuinely like, like, is he gonna like be able to ever wrestle again? Like, what happens if you like, just like, I mean, I guess you can't tear your pec more than to come a full tear. Yeah. But like, I didn't see. I didn't watch this match live like you did. But I was on social media and saw the pictures of him like daring. And I was like, what the fuck? Is he really wrestling? Like, yes, he's fucking kidding me. Yes. And it was it's crazy, too, because the bruise that you see when he takes off his jacket and then the bruise that you see at the end. 
is like half of his body. You know, like, it, so he was internally bleeding, essentially, like, during the match. And so it's kind of crazy because it's like, you know, WWE is like this bloodless whatever. And we see people, like, bleed from their head all the time. Like, I mean, that's, like, almost commonplace again now, thanks to AEW. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think of I've, – I've just never seen anything like this. It's real. You can sympathize. It's almost like you don't have to – like – you feel like he's not selling because you really believe that that sh- every little move he's making fucking hurts. You know what it I mean? It probably like, really fucking did. It does. And, and so, so to, to me, it's like, dude, I, okay, I'm going to say this here, and I hope this makes the cut onto the TikTok. I don't ever want to hear anyone ever disparage the good goddamn name of Cody Rhodes in my presence again. Never again. Never again. That man cares more about pro wrestling or sports entertainment than the same exact thing than anybody at least the same, if not more than anybody ever. I think that dude is built to be where he is now. And a lot of people are like, oh, ha, ha, ha. All, all these AEW fanboys that are just like, which I've never understood loyalty to just one brand. That's crazy to me. But yeah, like, it's fucking dumb, dude. It's and- so dumb. But like. They're they're all like, oh, well, you know, great investment. You know, glad he left, whatever. Like, they got, like, a few matches out of him. Now he's gone for half a year. Dude, dude he did more. Be, dude, when he comes back, he's going to be more <sighs> over than anyone has ever been oh! in his goddamn life. Like, it's wrestling with that fucking injury, which I've heard the criticisms, like, oh, God, I can't believe WWE would let him wrestle with something like that. But that just cements his legend status, like... Legend. It's like Triple legend. H ripping his quad and finishing the match. It's Put like, him in the Hall of Fame. But this is even more badass. It's not like a mid-match injury. It's like pre-match, he knows it's fucked, and he's like, well, I can't, you know, like, I, I check with doctors, I can't get any more fucked up. It's gonna hurt. I might as well fucking wrestle if I'm gonna be out for six months. Dude, not only that, not only that, but can you, okay, knowing what we know about Vince McMahon, if there was ever any question... If Cody's a, a main guy. Oh, no, dude. Vince probably now Vince respects is him in love so with that man more. forever. From now on, Cody Rhodes is John Cena. Period. From now yeah, on. Because we know Vince is one of those motherfuckers who probably would, if he was a wrestler, he would probably would wrestle like that. Because we oh, know he's an insane fucking madman who doesn't sleep. All he does is work out and fucking eat steak and write wrestling. Like, <laughs> he... Uh. I love it. I, I, I like. I definitely. It's like. It's like this. It's like the master. You know, the student becoming the master at this point. You know, it's like yeah. he's. I'm getting old, and like you're a tough son of a bitch. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like he's gonna. He's the new toughest sob in wrestling. I mean, dude, Cody. Ro- oh, yeah, like I, 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 I'm not. I'm not hearing it, man. I'm not hearing anything bad about Cody Rhodes. I'm not having it. I'm genuinely not having it. Like people online being like, he's never been more than a mid carter. It's like, okay. Uh, like I still remember that hilarious tweet. Someone's like, something about you being a mid carter." He's like, "What?" He's like, "You're my favorite mid carter." <laughs> what an idiot! That, but this was like, I mean, this was a long time ago. It was just funny. Like someone's like, "No, Cody, you're my favorite mid carter." And Cody was like, "Oh, like, thanks." Oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to say. There is no AEW without Cody Rhodes. It never happens without Cody Rhodes. Um. The dude changed the game, man. I mean, he was one of the first people to ask for his release from WWE. There was no AEW. He did yeah. all this. He did all of this. All of you funny. fanboys that love AEW now. I was hating on Cody, Cody Rhodes in AEW like, because he was such a heel and wouldn't do it. But now he's in WWE. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I love it, man. I love him. Love him to death. The match was phenomenal, dude. I mean, God, dude. He's just the epitome of what a babyface should be, too. Working through it. Hot damn, dude. I mean... Just the immediate sympathy, the immediate emotion there. Um, it was awesome, dude. I mean, if this isn't a six-beer match, then you don't know wrestling. And Dave Meltzer, if you gave the fucking Backwoods Carney Arena Brawl five stars and oh you don't give fucking this God. more, five or more, I will, I, I, will put, I will do everything in my power to, to, to just ruin you. That's what I will do. I will do everything in my power to make sure I will t- to spread the gospel that as Dave Meltzer is a blumbering fool. That's what I will do. That's what I'll do. Hey, I'll be right Dave? there with you because Dave Meltzer, like 
in the past, I've like agreed with a lot of his takes and the things that he says, but literally in the past year, he's he's getting that old man syndrome. He's getting that Mac man syndrome that just like out of touch. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, he doesn't make any sense. He makes no sense. His opinions are trash. Yeah. His opinions are like the way his office looks. <laughs> Garbage. But I- Garbage. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, that's it though. I think Hell in a Cell, like, okay. So overall, a uh, better show is King of the Ring 1997. Um, but I mean, God, I mean, you know, Rhodes and Rollins part three, a clean sweep with a, with a torn peck. And it's just phenomenal. I mean, I know we're just going on and on about Cody Rhodes, but there's, n- there's no one else that could have pulled that off as an opponent other than Seth Rollins. Um, and with Cody being out for six months, they need to put the belt on Rollins. Now is now is the time. He's never been hotter. He's never been better. He's he's be- a better promo now than he's ever been. He's better at belt to belt than he's ever been. Uh, I mean, now is the time to make him a baby face. Now's the time. And have him take out Roman Reigns, man. Have have him do it. I mean, you know those two dudes. I mean, we've seen it happen several times, but it's been long enough now that I can see it again. And, you know, Reigns versus Rollins is going to be a barn burner. Dude, imagine that. Like, say Rollins does win the title, keeps it for a long time, and then Cody Rhodes comes back from injury to dethrone Seth Rollins. Fucking chef's kiss. Love it. That's such a good story right there. Book it. Hook, line, and sinker, baby. Hook, line, and sinker. That's going to do it for us. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's, WWE, they, they... They've been hooking me in a little bit lately. You know, I ordered an RK Pro t-shirt. You know, I've been oh. back in the swing a little bit. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to keep up, you know. Like, they have that, uh, they have that, they still have This Week in WWE on Peacock. So, I try to check that out on Saturday mornings. It's essentially, like, what happened and, and all their, like, you know, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. So, I just, so, just so that way I know what's happening when I watch the pay-per-views. Um, but I, lately, I've been enticed to, like, eh, I could DVR Raw and just fast-forward through it. You know I mean? If it's trash, I can just... Fast forward through it. I've I've been wanting to try to do that a little bit more lately. They are on the upswing for sure. AEW is looking great. Um, you know, hey, CM Punk goes down for AEW. Cody Rhodes goes down for WWE. It's a big shuffle going on. There's a lot of question marks going on in both companies. I'm excited about it though. I feel like it's just opportunity for other guys to step up. Yeah, There's a exactly. Lot of uh, and both rosters. AW and WWE have it's so that. they have deep with the great fucking wrestlers who just that. need an opportunity. Yeah, I completely agree, man. I completely agree. Well, I um, I don't have a trivia question for this week, I don't think. I don't either because I thought uh, our old boy Jesse was, but since he's out, I didn't really think of one. So I guess uh, we'll just have to wait till next week and we'll both think of one in case we don't have one. I like that. That sounds good. That sounds good to me. Um, you guys can always find the show at kfabecom on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at kfabecom pod on TikTok, and you can find us just at kfabe comparisons on Facebook and YouTube. You can always find your boy, Mr. Know-it-all, Daniel Don Schaefer, at Daniel Daybreak, literally everywhere. I mean, Live Journal, Zanga, MySpace, um, you know, the, everywhere. I'm Daniel Daybreak, literally everywhere. Just type in Daniel Daybreak, one word, Google, it's all me. All those things are me. So, yeah. Um, Wex, give them the script, baby. Where can they find you? Oh, you can always find your boy Wex breaking the loss and have Wex breaking the loss on all of your social medias. And I just want to say a big old fuck the Celtics. And I hope they lose the finals, even though it's against the Warriors who beat the Grizzlies. Watch your mouth, bro. But no, we're not fuck doing the that. Celtics uh-uh. for life. We're not putting that. Uh-uh. We're not putting that out here on the show. We're absolutely say, not doing that. You know how I feel about Boston sports teams, even though I know you love your Patriots. I start, I, dude, I was a Celtics guy. That's how I started. Oh, you're a Celtics guy? Yes, of oh, course. Fuck. Of course. Fuck Paul Pierce. Fuck Kevin Garnett. Fuck Rondo. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck, fuck you. Danny Ainge. Get out of here. Out of all of them, utmost, fuck Danny Ainge. But, uh. Larry Bird. But I, 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 I fuck with Larry Bird and Robert Parrish. I mean, they're all right. There you go. There you go. That's Kevin fair. McHale, I mean, he's okay. But, but I love Danny, KG. I love KG, though, man. You can say what you want to say about him, but that dude's entertaining. Look, Kevin, I mean, Kevin Garnett. Fuck him as a Celtic, but I can't. But I can you love him. him. But I can you take love him. As him. a Timberwolf and as a retired player, but the 08 Celtics, fuck him. Just no, come on, bro. Stop. We're not doing that. All right, we're not doing that. 
Enough. Hey, hey, honestly, NBA sucked for like the past like four or five years, been the same. But right now, it's back. It's back with some new people. We're not getting the same finals every time. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to the future of that. That'll be fun. I am very excited about it. I've also been catching up on some USFL. Uh, they're about to go in their playoffs. No one else gives a shit about spring football with me. But it's uh, it's been pretty fun to watch. The Birmingham Stallions are still undefeated, which is oh yeah, insane. I saw they were seven to zero the last game what? that I checked out. It's crazy. Them and the Generals, who have a two-quarterback system, and it works really well, which is That's super New weird. Jersey, right? Yeah. Um, that's uh, They're probably going to be the teams that play in the uh, – Jersey the versus Bama, right? Do what now? Is it Jersey versus Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. F- New Jersey is pretty shitty too. Uh, one of my good friends is from New Jersey, and he says it sucks. And Alabama is – pretty fucking bad too so it's like no, it's terrible it's terrible both those places are terrible but the teams are fun to watch and the like asshole the versus the armpit of america well, yeah it's uh you know it is what it is it is what it is um we're, we're trying to make things work around here um right now we got a tentative schedule um so yeah i mean we got a lot coming up here pretty soon um next week we are maybe calling an audible not sure, depending on if Jesse can figure um, figure things out. He does have a Baker's Dozen scheduled, um, but if we d- we will definitely be bringing you a show each and every week, no matter what. Next week could be another list episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we could have a good time with that as well if Jesse needs to continue to take a little bit more time off. Um, two weeks from now is the King of the Ring 02 um, versus Impact Slammiversary 2022. That's going to be a me and Wex special. So Wex, go ahead and get that King of the Ring 02 down, baby. Get them notes. Oh, that's, a, that's a good one. Even though King of the Ring 98 and 96 are two of my you know, more favorite ones. 02 is still pretty solid. Wait, wait, is 02 the one Billy Gunn? I think it might not. Yeah, I think. Yep. No. Yeah. I no. think we're going to do the one Billy Gunn. I think that's this one because he didn't win it in 2001, did he? No. And we're still pre-Billy and Chuck at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I no. Think I think this Billy is the one. Okay, well, it's going to be a good show. I'm excited about it. Well, I mean, it. there's other good shit on the show, and it's a cl- I mean, it's still good nostalgia, good to go back and revisit at least yeah. we get Jr. and King talking shit because they and they were a, they were on their shit in there too. Yeah, oh for sure, definitely. And honestly, it's been a while since I've watched anything from Impact, so I'm pretty hyped about that. It's gonna be a good time. Um, yeah, man, we got lots of cool stuff coming up for you guys. I am pumped. Um, but that's gonna do it for us this week. We will see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.